Ever wish that you could time travel? Well, with WMNF, you can. To listen back to your favorite shows, just go to WMNF.org or the WMNF app. Click on the broadcast schedule under programming and boom, time travel. Go to any show to hear the latest and greatest at any time. It's like DVR, but for your radio, where music, news, and culture collide. WMNF.org and the WMNF app. You're invited to join WMNF in celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop on August 12th. This electrifying live show will include DJ sets and interviews with hip-hop enthusiasts. Hosted by Tone Capone, Concept, Tempest, Val Trenda, and Sip Saki, the event will take place from 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. on August 12th. We're honored to be celebrating WMNF's hip-hop legend, Kenny K, during the event. Skilled photographers and videographers will capture the discussions. We've also invited hosts from WMNF's popular music shows to join us for an on-air discussion about the evolution of hip-hop culture. WMNF DJs, including DJ Toon Selector, DJ SR, DJ Dark Vader, DJ Raheem, DJ Deacon, DJ Slowburn, DJ LCM, DJ Kellen, DJ Spaceship, DJ Chen, and DJ Sinflow will perform 30-minute sets. We're thrilled with the level of cooperation and participation within the WMNF family. The event will also feature special guest artists, staff, and WMNF supporters. We hope to see you there. You are tuned to Community Speaks here on WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. I'm your host for this hour, Patro Mobili, and we're going to talk about August's mission for WMNF, which is economic justice and labor. That's going to be top of mind today, but I just wanted to also remind you that coming August 12th, WMNF will be celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop special programming on air that evening with an open house to the public. So we're looking forward to that. But today on Community Speaks, as I said, we will discuss economic justice and labor, but also we'll look at the conflicts on Africa as well as the potential for a protracted war in Europe. But one of the things we have to talk about is a state is this Florida economy and how it will suffer under the weight of fascist policies. People are fleeing the state. The uh, families, especially black families, have trouble traveling through the state. We will talk about gas prices, the minimum wage, the insurance crisis, and so on. So let's, uh, let's have a, a searing discussion, a serious discussion here on Community Speaks. And, of course, you can write me at DJ at WMNF.org. And I just wanted to give a shout-out to the Sustainable Living Show. You did a great job last hour talking about those things. And I also learn a lot listening to the shows, especially the the, the Sustainable Living. And uh, it's a great thing to have this extra hour of public affairs programming here on the weekday. So as the clock turns... From the a.m. to the p.m., you have me, Patro Mobili, starting you off on Mondays with Community Speaks. And uh, as I said, the mission for WNF on in August 
is economic justice. And we'll also be talking about labor. And we'll probably be having this discussion throughout the month. We'll be playing music that belies these issues. Uh, but starting with the state of Florida and its economy and how it's suffering under the, these policies, one of the the most serious things that's going on is the insurance crisis. And we see a lot of people not able to insure their homes. And now AAA, the auto club company is insurance, who's also extended into insurance uh, this uh, past month, announced that it will discontinue some of its insurance coverage in Florida. And that is those who have bundled auto insurance with home insurance. And it's, like I said, growing a, uh, joining a growing list of insurers that are taking a step back from the state of Florida. Uh, the um, AP News reported that AAA won't renew a small percentage in, uh, of policies for Florida residents. And uh, as I said, it's because of, it's, usually, it's mostly the bundled homeowners and auto policies. But according to the company's statement, the move is due to rising operating costs in Florida, and that's in part thanks to the incredibly destructive weather the state experienced during the 2022 hurricane season. Natural disasters such as hurricanes have been getting more frequent in recent years as the planet <laughs> heats up. The weather is becoming less stable, leading to storms, floods, droughts, wildfires, and dangerous heat waves. Uh, for an insurer, that's terrible news. To make money, an insurance company must receive more in premiums than it pays out in claims yearly. And if a region is hit with a natural disaster, there will be an unusually high number of claims, and the insurer will lose money. Uh, but is that economic justice? for those who are trying to be insured. Uh, And this is true across the country, but Florida in particular is vulnerable to hurricanes and other tropical storms and other coastals and coastal and disaster-prone areas like California are also losing insurance companies due to worries over cost. Uh, And according to AP News, the average price of a homeowner's policy in Florida is $6,000 per year, almost four times the national average, which is $1,700. That's about, as being reported here, about 15% of homeowners simply go without, risking losing their homes in the next storm. Uh, But on top of, of all that, you know, we see the policies, the political policies in Florida uh, also contributing to people not wanting to travel here. And, you know, Florida has depended upon its tourism dollars to help augment infrastructure projects throughout the state and, uh, you know, help keep standard of living as high as possible in the state. Uh, but people are, because of these policies, are steering clear. We're already struggling with keeping uh, essential workers in the state, and uh, we are seeing workers move away because of what's been happening in our schools. And as we, you know, struggle under these laws, such as the war on woke, uh, the anti-woke laws is uh, causing people to feel less uh, welcome in this state. 
if you are the parent of an LGBTQ child, a uh, member of that community, uh, you see that you've been targeted. Uh, you're, you, you're restricted academic freedom and uh, banned diversity and equity programs throughout the state and in, in, in colleges. Uh, the wave of extremist legislation in this state, uh, and it's not just the governor, but it's also the legislature who uh, helps prop up these kinds of laws. Uh, these are the things that are worrying people who are living in this state. But their uh, their their bans that have been called on this state, and one of those organizations who called for a travel ban on this state was the NAACP. And we're looking at stories from at least reported in mediums around the world. I'm looking at a story in The Guardian about Florida and how a black family uh, traveled to the state after the NAACP had issued that warning. Uh, and then black in America has long odds it's a basically a long odds game well before DeSantis showed up. But because of these policies, we see this uh, antidote from one family who traveled to this state. And this was back in May uh, after the, the ban was uh, the advisory <laughs> was announced by the NAACP. And we see, you know, some really bad reporting on why, uh, what people are experiencing, which uh, raises some historical precedences as black families haven't felt comfortable traveling throughout the South. And it precipitated the necessity for a green book that uh, black families could follow as they traveled around so that they'd know where they would be welcome to stay, what hotels and what restaurants they'll be welcome to utilize. Uh, but we're seeing a whole lot of, of stories that are flagrant is a streak. Uh, let me just read uh, after the NAACP issued a travel advisory for Florida, noting a flagrant streak of contempt for and hostility toward black, ethnic and queer communities. In his news release, the group quoted the state sanctioned Warren woke the Republican governor champion and Craven bid for his party's presidential nominations. The NAACP Chair, board chair Leon Russell cited Ron DeSantis for political grandstanding in courting a dangerous and extremist minority only to have conservatives mock people for, uh, mock Russell himself for living in Tampa. Uh, the uh, advisor came weeks after they had plunked down a sizable non refundable deposit for a trip to Florida's Emerald Coast. This is a resort paradise formerly known as the Redneck Riviera. And uh, a 28-year-old man was flying down from New York, and his two boys were with him. They were excited to come on vacation to Florida, and his wife, as an ex-Navy psychologist, had designs on a week with idle fun in the sun. And should they said they should have known that being black in America could deprive them of something so innocent as a trip to the Sunshine State, uh, while it was, though they, there's no doubt Florida's latest political heel turn has sunk its mass appeal to a low 
not seen since the 2000 presidential election, but it's still home to the third largest black population in the United States. And that's a, a lot of families and friends and hardworking people who are here. Uh, this is a antidote a reading from. They talked about their journey. They said halfway through their journey, the GPS led them into you fall for Alabama, another resort town where uh, people travel to a town that played host to what may have been the last civil war battle in 1865. Uh, and then they talk about the it's one thing to warn holiday goers about the predatory policies that could materially affect their travel plans quite another to roadblock a borderline inescapable tourist trap according to a 2020 analysis from the market research firm uh florida is the top destination for black overnight travelers within the continental united states and what's more the state was nearly run by uh, Andrew Gilliam in 2018, the Democratic Tallahassee mayor emerged as the first black gubernatorial candidate in Florida history and came within a hair's breadth of uh, ripping DeSantis at the polls. Uh, the Immediately upon arriving in Santa Rosa Beach, this family, they say they were struck by the conspicuous lack of black faces. According to recent census data, the black people officially account for None of the town's 5,700 residents in Santa Rosa Beach. Uh, this is despite the beach, Santa Rosa sitting on the same 20-mile stretch of the state route that threads through Pensacola, Panama City, Destin, uh, between the military air bases. Uh, in 2016, this is a book that was, this land was ours, the University of, of Virginia professor Andrew Carl explains that black Southerners were redlined off the beaches to make way for a government-spurred tourism industry designed to enrich and serve whites. And it's uh, it's heartbreaking to, to think that there are people who are traveling here now who feel they're not as welcome. Uh, the problem becomes the... Bigger problem becomes the economy, as I was referring to. This is a long antidote. I, I was trying to get to some of the things that this black family faced. This is really a long read in The Guardian. I'll get back to that. Uh, but they said on the last evening of their trip, they took a self-guided tour through the Alps, they, uh, the Alice Beach in uh they, they, I'll get back to that story. The issue, of course, is the, the problem of people traveling to the state. The, the fact of the matter is the advisory seems to be working. There are a lot of cor- corporations, uh, conventions that have decided not to come to the state of Florida who they're boycotting the state of Florida. And that becomes an issue given all of the problems that the state already seems to have uh, economically, there are people who are opining that people are right to steer clear of Florida because of all of this. Some worry that its policies could, the governor's policies could lead travelers to take vacations elsewhere. Uh, according to the Florida Education Association, the when the governor first took office in January of 2019, Florida had 2,217 teacher vacancies. And as of January 2023, 
That number has since more than doubled to 5,294 vacancies in a state where teacher pay ranks among the lowest in the country. So we're having, we're experiencing a hollowed out school workforce, but one of the negative impacts of the ill-advised policies in this state is Florida businesses are taking it on the chin as well as I talk about insurance companies vacating the state. Um, these policies, and, and we talked about the NAACP issuing the advisory warning. We're talking to, we also mentioned how, uh, I also mentioned how the LGBTQ community plus community are leaving the state, uh, especially after what they're seeing their children who may be struggling with the gender dysphoria issue, uh, how they're being treated in the state, not being allowed to feel comfortable talking to anybody outside of the family about anything that has to do with that. And uh, people in the schools uh, shutting them, shutting them down from talking about anything like that, according because of the the law Uh, in a statement that uh, similar warnings from the League of United Latin American Citizens and Equality Florida Gay Rights Advocacy Group advising about extreme policies that travelers from some communities might view as hostile in this state. It appears that a number of organizations are heeding all of this admonition like organizers of the Global Surgical Conference and Expo, which expected to draw around 7,000 people, moved its 2027 event from Orlando to Philadelphia. Orlando tourism officials told the Wall Street Journal earlier last month that this group cited concerns over policies promoted by DeSantis. And the American Education, the American Educational Research Association pulled its 15,000-person meeting in Orlando after the passage of the DeSantis Championed Fairness in Women's Sports Act, which bars transgender female athletes from participating in women's sports teams. Uh, one spokesperson for the group in an email to CNN explained that the organization would not hold a conference or event in a state such as Florida that has enacted anti-trans laws and organizers of a Game of Thrones fan convention recently scuttled the event that was supposed to be held in Orlando after hearing from attendees that they did not want to go to an event in Florida. Uh, they the, Those were the attendees saying they didn't want to come to this state. And as I said, this list goes on. Let me see if I could uh, look further on this list of people who, in the conventions, who have decided not to come to the state of Florida uh, as these bills and laws are coming into force. And, of course, some of these laws are being challenged in the courts and uh, put on hold by some judges, uh, called unconstitutional, ruled unconstitutional. Uh, but the politics, the damage of the politics itself is already done. It's costing Florida millions of dollars in business. Uh we see the fallout continuing to spread in a whole lot of places. Um, Hollywood, there are a lot of people who have chosen not to come. I just want to read the text again of what Florida is now requiring. 
middle school students, it says instruction should include, quote, how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their own personal benefit. How can it be for your personal benefit when you're treated as an enslaved person? It's not like, <laughs> oh, I'm a blacksmith. Okay, I'm going to put a shingle out there. I'm going to be a blacksmith. You, you were owned by Mazza. One of the arguments being made by supporters of Governor DeSantis is that uh, that schools were teaching kids to hate America by teaching, uh, you know, the the history of slavery in this country, the the history. Um, you learn you to what? love America by learning the truth, the good, and different and bad. That's what America is. It's a we're trying to aspire to a dream, but we're not reached it, what Dr. King talked about. But you cannot look straight ahead and not see what's happening to your left and your right. How can you, if you're talking about the history of this country, United States of America, how can you just like, a pun, white out mm. <laughs> enslavement? How can you do that? When he talks about, you know, Florida's where woke goes to die, that woke corporations are a problem. Wokeness has infiltrated what, every What aspect. is wokeness? To say that black people have a right to be free and not be shot down by police or any other people? That, that's what woke means? We can't march in the streets and say black lives matter? We can't do that? I don't, I don't understand what woke means. And it's a catchphrase, which is caught on with the people who believe like that. And, and uh, I think it's dangerous. Mm. I think it's dangerous. That's the voice of Spike Lee uh, speaking to CNN, talking about the education policies uh, in this latest uh, fiasco that claims that there were benefits that those who were enslaved learned. Those were skills that benefited those who were enslaved. And uh, the governor insists on maintaining this, uh, this stance in that uh, approach to looking back on history in this state. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are, are leaving uh, education, the educational field, and leaving our schools here in Florida because we're we're stuck in this confusing moment in which uh people are exploiting the fears and hatreds and uh where the racists are taking advantage of uh an electoral uh victory that they seem to have on school boards and uh coattails of the governor after gerrymandered the last gerrymandered election gave the republicans this sweeping victory that was far different from the Republicans' midterm showing in the elections. Uh, and as a result, in this moment, they're taking full advantage. And all of, it seems like all of the most backwards, right-wing ideas that they have proffered and read about and want to see come into fruition by any means necessary are being tried out in this state. And as a result, there are a lot of people who are recoiling from all of that and recoiling from the state, including people like Spike Lee, who we just heard from. Uh, and a lot of people 
choosing to go to universities elsewhere, a lot of conventions choosing to go to other states to hold their conventions. And in the end, a lot of people in Florida are going to suffer under these policies. Under these policies, I'd like to hear from you. We're going to take a, a short break as we, as I continue to pull together more of these stories to share with you. This is Community Speaks, and uh, my name is Patrick Mobili, and uh, we're just having a, just doing a rundown of the politics and its cost in this state as, and in this time as we deal with a lot of fascism heading our way. We'll be right back. I'll be right back with more Community Speaks, and hopefully we'll hear from you, your telephone calls, and your emails. You can email me, DJ, at WMNF.org. going down family it's your resident chef big eddie g inviting you to the soul kitchen me and my assistant chef mr white pepper david bryant serve up the best of r&b and soul music with a pinch of hip-hop and jazz and a dash of fun so stop by friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m bring your appetite because the kitchen will show enough fill you up right here only on 88.5 wmnf And you are tuned to WMNF's Community Speaks here on 88.5, your community radio station that is member-supported, non-commercial radio, FM radio. And I was just talking about economic justice, labor in this month, and in particular on this, uh, on Community Speaks. Today, in, in addition to the bastardization of history in this state, uh, the whitewashing of history. Uh, and I talk about this, uh, this whole approach to the enslaved benefiting from their enslavement. Uh, in addition to all of that, Florida is also banning AP psychology classes, proving uh, once again that the governor wants to return uh, as some people have said, the governor wants to return to the pre-Stonewall days. And what was Stonewall was the time, uh, was a nightclub in New York back in 1969, I believe, 68 or 69, in which uh, the police raided it out of the blue in order to bust up what people saw as their right to assemble. And uh, but because they were gay, it was a gay nightclub, Police frequently raided them, busted it up, but those who were there that night decided to stage a resistance, and it became known as Stonewall. Um, but according to the governor, 16 to 17-year-old kids aren't old enough to learn that gender and sexuality have an impact on human development, and, well, Florida has yet, not yet banned school dances where school students frequently bring dates uh, the students are not yet required to shave their heads and wear nothing at all. This is a, a commentary 
But according to Florida law, inside the walls of a high school psychology classroom, acknowledgement that humans have gender and sexuality is strictly forbidden. AP psychology has been effectively banned in high school rather than let students learn how sex and gender influence socialization and other aspects of development. And the psychology class was pulled from the state due to a law signed by DeSantis last year which forbids classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity. So when the law was passed, everybody was just focused on gays. Uh, But here, you know, all people, all students of all persuasions will not have this conversation, Uh, the conversation of how gender and sexuality uh, contributes to their socialization. So... AP psychology classes are now banned in high school, high schools in Florida's laws being selectively applied, of course, according to one commentator, from school proms to gender pronouns to sex-segregated classrooms. This Florida government has not cracked down on every, on every way that gender or sexuality is acknowledged in the classroom. The reason AP psychology class has been singled out is because it acknowledges that LGBTQ people exist. And worse for Republicans, the course refuses to stigmatize LGBTQ people as perverts. Uh, maybe if it had done that, it would have survived the, the pen, the governor's pen. Well, making this move, DeSantis and the Republican-controlled Florida Education Board are attacking the past five decades of the psychological establishment affirming LGBTQ identities as normal and healthy. And there's little doubt Republicans would be fine with allowing high school students to take AP psychology courses if the lessons were from pre-Stonewall days and taught that gay people are are sick. Uh, yeah, I'm beginning to wonder if they will be trying to bring back the conversion, the uh, ex-gay conversion therapy thing that they used to try to perpetrate in this state. Uh, Some people are calling even this bigotry. It's also part of a larger war that the governor is waging on the value of public education itself. And I think that's part of the real target here that the Republicans have long talked about dismantling aspects of the government, especially the federal government, including the education department. And maybe these Republican governors are trying this out in their states to see what it looks like to get rid of these cabinet positions. Um, But around 30,000 Florida students were scheduled to take the AP psychology course this year, and the vast majority of them were hoping to use it as part of the larger goal to get a college education. Many of them would have been able to use the high school course for college credit which is AP, which is what AP attempts to do is advanced placement, which helps many kids save on tuition and to graduate faster. And others were using it to enhance their GPA and resumes to get scholarships or placement in their preferred universities. So is our education department making Florida children, Florida kids, Florida graduates really un... uh, they're not able to compete. They're uncompetitive because of the quality of education that this state is going to be known for after all of this. Uh, the, it's uh, been waging a full-scale assault on universities in Florida and driving out 
academic talent and turning the once beloved, uh, once people once beloved was the new college, turning that into a right wing indoctrination mill. Um, I'm just wondering what do Floridians want to do? What do they feel is all of this the direction you want to go in? Can't really be if you if the economy is suffering in a process. So we're talking about essential workers leaving the state. We're talking about a lot of potentially uh, great employable people leaving the state, a brain drain of sorts. We're talking about businesses. We're talking about especially uh, insurance companies leaving the state. Uh, We're talking about a lot of tourists, especially tourists of color, not traveling to the state. Uh, Is it going to become a backwater? Is that where we're headed? And is that what you want? We will continue to to elect this type of leadership in this state. I'm just wondering. This is Community Speaks. I do want to hear from you. Um, maybe you just want to, to listen to what's going on, and I'll be happy to continue to do that as well. But I also want to hear from you in terms of uh, the fear that this is, uh, this is the route towards becoming a backwater poverty-ridden state. 813-239-9663 is the number to call if you wanted to talk. If you just want to write me, you can write me, dj at wnf.org. This is Community Speaks. I'm your host, Patrick Mavili, and uh, we're running down the basic parameters of what economic justice is all about. I'd also like to talk about labor. There was some issues of the minimum wage in the state that is also uncompetitive. Uh, and that's another reason why people would be willing to leave the state to go and find better opportunities elsewhere. Uh, the the fact that, of the matter is that we may be becoming a backwater. Maybe we've been a backwater all along. Maybe we're s- certainly becoming one again. And, of course, on top of all of that, and which is probably, not probably, but will have an impact on the economy, is the renewed rise or the summer surge in COVID cases uh, in, on top of the other issues that the healthcare industry have to deal with. Uh, the fact of the matter is the last thing we need was a summer surge, but there's something that the healthcare industry is probably preparing for every year now, especially given the fact that COVID was so politicized that some people still refuse to do preventative treatments uh, to take the vaccine and continuing to buy into conspiracy theories that are continuing to be politically uh, politicized on the right wing side in this country. And uh, fortunately, we're seeing a lot of pushback on all of that, but it seems to be really embedding itself in this culture. Uh, But I do want to hear more from you in terms of where we're headed in this state the state headed backwards, especially economically, or forward. Uh, with so many people leaving and so many people not willing to come here to travel, the basic, the basic economic uh, parameters of the state may be changing. Uh, the dependency on tourism and the, the idea that people can't compete in this state 
people can't get insured in this state. Uh, I'm just beginning to wonder where are we headed? How are we going to turn it around? And I just want to hear from the community in the process of thinking about all of these issues and all of these, the, the hit economically on this state as we deal with the economy and labor throughout the month of August. And on other parts of this month, we'll also talk about, we'll introduce you, if you haven't heard already, to the concept of Black August, where we commemorate a lot of the freedom fighters, black freedom fighters throughout history. And uh, we'll talk more about that as time goes on as well. But right now, we're going to go to the telephone lines and see what you have to say or comment on. Any questions you may also have, 813-239-9663 is the number to call as we continue this public affairs program, this extended one hour to talk uh, about political issues, economic issues here on WNF. Go ahead, caller, Annie Ellis. Hey, Marvili. This Hi. is Annie. I just left our show, and I was listening hey. to yours. Uh, it's the same living show, and I was listening to yours, and I'm like, this is so appropriate, so good. You know, uh, the, the term woke, that just absolutely kills me when it's put in a negative connotation, because to me, when you awaken means that you didn't see what was there in front of you, you didn't know a better way. And so when you're awakened to new information, then you're able to do better, because right. if we don't know, we can't do better, as Maya Angelou says. And yeah. so, you know, I... I've always thought that that was the best way of saying it. And it is just incredible to me that now it's turned into why wouldn't someone want to be awake? You know, I don't even, I don't even get that. Uh, and then, you know, I also was talking about like, we're, we're just with black people and how it's affecting uh, everybody. You know, it's affecting me. I'm white and it is affecting me yeah. in the sense that all treats all people are not being created equally. And that's, everything that's women that's black that's uh trans that's gay that's every or uh, low income or poor or homeless or any of these things that get affected by this and in fact uh, all of our education because the thing that's happening in the education field is just mind-blowing you know the teachers don't get paid enough anyway right. and they're they're doing uh you know the best they can and they do a lot i know a lot of teachers and a lot of teachers are leaving the profession. And it is because uh, they were doing so well without this, and they were getting the information across, and now they're being so um, gauged uh, and so enclosed right. in such a small pen of limits that they are unable to really do their job. And so I'm just loving your show. I don't really have a question. I mean, I guess... I'm moving because it's too hot, it's too crowded, <laughs> the politics are horrible, yeah. and uh, the, uh, you know, the, uh, what was the other thing? There was another thing. Oh, and the cost of living here is just ridiculous. I mean, I live in South Tampa, and, you know, the cost for insurance, uh, my, my electric bill went up three times the price of what it used to be. And I really don't think it has anything to do with that they need my money that bad. I really don't. <laughs> uh, you know, I do not think that, that 
I think that a lot of the people that are getting paid a lot of money is that just wanted to pad their pockets to get a bigger salary is really what I think. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a great, great subject. I don't know what the solution is. I hope there is going to be one. Well, um, I know we can't continue to brain drain, though. I mean, and no. I wonder about the children in being not being taught the truth because that perpetuates racism in my mind. It does, because if people are saying they're trying to softball uh, this, you know, as far as like, oh, slaves learned something while in captivity. Well, I mean, if you really research that and they say, oh, and these white people said it. Well, those are people that were like Republicans. They were handpicked to be able to say that sort of stuff. And there, one of them was, uh, oh, God, I can't, the guy that invented the cop gym, what's his name? Eli. Pardon? Eli Whitney. Yeah. And so he, they were saying that he, uh, you know, benefited from, well, he was illiterate <laughs> when he was free. When he was, before he was freed, he was illiterate. So he learned right. everything after the fact. Yes, he was a wonderful, famous man. Can you imagine what could have been had he been able to learn all these things prior to I mean, it, it's just, it, and to me, it just seems like how come people can't figure this out? I mean, how could you just blindly listen to this information that's been given to you that, in my opinion, obviously doctored to look uh, palatable for, well, let's just say it, the governor and what his agenda is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's really it. I, I just... <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad you called. I'm glad you called, Eddie. You got the you got the energy going. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You have a great day, Mobile. You too. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye bye. Let me go to Amy and St. Pete, and you can call eight one three two three nine nine six six three. Go ahead, Amy. You say what? Yeah. Hi. Thanks for taking my call, and I, I really am glad that you're on today and on WMNF. I think you're you do a great job of. Uh, of commentating and, and having debates. Thank you. Uh, almost like the good old days of Rob Murray and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. thank you. Oh, thank um, you. I wanted to say that when we talk about, you know, what's being politicized and it's in polarizing us, is that seems to be the goal, you know, um, funny, you know, even the, using the word conspiracy, it gets uh, demonized, just like liberals, you know, got, demonized for that word, you know, and, uh, it's, it, we got to stop polarizing each other. There's a, there's, there's deeper things than just even politicizing it's monetization. So on the VAX is it's, it, it's totally a monetization. There, the companies that you do the research, they've made billions and billions of dollars and, you know, all within that same realm, there's nothing uh, philanthropic, and there's no, there's no uh, good 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 deeds there. I mean, we're not even dealing with environment, which Democrats usually care a whole lot about the environment. That's I mean, my base is Democrat, and that's all my Democratic friends and family. They all it was the environment for so many years, and then COVID came along. And we didn't even care about recycling. We just like, what? Oh, yeah, I guess we can't do that because of germs. I mean, like, pathetic. 5% of the plastic being recycled and just keep people keep buying it. I mean, my own family, my sister came down from Ohio. I can't believe all the little plastic devices that she bought. <laughs> I mean, people need to get their heads screwed on correctly and, and be themselves, be individual. Don't, don't be 
put into a group because that's what they want. They're going to pit us against each other. We need to ha- get back to having a mind, mindfulness on all decisions. I, I want to say a couple other things that, that um, came to light with some family members. My sister was a nurse practitioner, you know, back 30, 40 years ago. And she said when the, in the neonatal unit, when babies would come in as uh, as dual se- double sex, both male yeah. and female in one baby, that the doctors, their standard procedure was to make them female. It was it was a rare occasion, too. Very rare. But it mm. did happen. And whenever it did happen, they automatically made them female. And so that's her, that's her factual memory. And wow. um, so now you have those people that maybe we have more information about DNA now. And they're they might be like, well, that that decision was made for me, and that was that was not a good idea because um, I should have been male or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But and then um, you know, I'm not hearing Democratic lesbians speak up about the sports issue. I mean, you can't be serious. I I played sports all my life. I've competed with a women's category. You know, once you're above being a child and above junior high, you're going naturally your hormones change you go into women's sports and so women's mm-hmm. places need to be respected and and i i want to compete against someone who ha- is biologically the same and the same history also not an advantage of growth prior changing uh, and i'm sorry for the transgender community that is stuck in this and and ever-growing situation apparently uh, why is it ever growing is it because people don't like their bodies people don't love themselves are we being taught to not love ourselves because we're different we only have two categories i guess practically Republican. can't be can't be anything all these other different things or else you're not liked or you don't fit in it's ridiculous so narrow we need to grow right. up and own it we need to oh, democrats we need to own our problems and be able to talk about our problems well, get back to making it a big tent, you know, that everybody's welcome and nobody's discriminated against. It seems simple to me. Uh, but when we talk about women's sports, uh, that was a, it sounds like the same thing men would say when women wanted to play on the men's, on the boys' football team or something like that. You know, there's there's a, something she could do on the boys' football team. So, you know. You know it was that women just wanted to play sports. And you, you didn't have women's, in my growing up, we didn't have a women's football team right. to join. And that's when you're, you know, below, like, below 13 years old. When you're, when you're kids, you're, you're almost right. equal. So, Well, almost. there's a lot of issues, but, you know, it's the Pandora's box when you put politicians trying to pass laws that are so personal, intimate to people's lives and... That right. becomes a problem. Right. I really respect you, though, and what you say and how you get people talking. And, and I thank you very much for, for doing that. Hey, thank you, Amy. Okay. 813-239-9663. Let me go to Brandon and speak with Desiree, see what she has to say. Go ahead. Hi, Mo Billy. Hey. Um, so I was originally going to start on the brain drain. Um, but we just to the um, I'm not picking up a lot of what you're saying. There's a lot of scratching and breaking in your voice. Try again. I'm sorry. 
Uh, I originally called it about the brain drain issue. Yes. Mm -hmm. But to respond to the previous caller about the, um, about quote unquote biological, you know, Mm -hmm. same history. Once uh, hormone therapy progresses to a certain point, they are biologically identical. identical. There is no advantage. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a swimmer who went from being extremely poor uh, in the male category to just being regular in the women's category. Mm -hmm. Um, But to the brain drain issue, I actually quit a job here that was local in Florida um, because of their COVID protocols and just not having a great, a great employer, uh, a great um, work environment to a remotely working for a company on the West Coast. Um, mm-hmm. So COVID was a large part of that and the refusal to acknowledge how it affects like the actual uh, brain and also the ongoing um, refusal to care for employees is just not right. contributing to the same issue. Um, so yeah, like being forced to go into work and get COVID basically is contributing to the brain drain itself. But also because of how high school was for me about 10 years ago, I, my main category, my main criteria for applying for colleges was it can't be Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Man, and that's really a shame, but I see your point. Yeah. And I did IB and AP and all that. So it was, it was purely just how, uh, school administrators were affecting my education personally. Mm. So that's all I wanted to say. Thank you for taking my call and have a nice day. You too, Desiree. Thank you. And uh, those are the antidotes that we need. And like I said, you know, people's politics, the politics of the right, you know, getting so personal into people's personal lives and in order to divide. And uh, when you follow the money, there's a lot of people who uh, feel ex- as if they are benefiting economically and politically from all of this division and from keeping us pitted against one another. I guess it's a racket for them. Uh, but Jay in Tampa, you're, you're calling to tell us why people are leaving Florida? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Um, okay, here's, here's what I think. Uh, the, uh, the Republicans are... Uh, they're just not ever on the up and up. So what they do is have meetings since the 70s to, to do um, devious things. And what what's going on now is, what you know, the Republicans are not just the Senate, the whole, all of them, all these Republicans that are going to, um, to be elected. What's the easiest way for them to win? Well, the easiest way to, is to eliminate your the other side, mm-hmm. and that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're eliminating all, any all the people that are blue. They they, they uh, the teachers vote blue. They're leaving the blacks. They're leaving mm-hmm. LGBTQ. As they're leaving um, all these. People, that, 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 this is, uh, and meanwhile, they regen, regen, uh, 
redistricting gerrymandering. Obviously, intentionally. They don't care. Now they're going to keep winning elections. I mean, there should be bumper stickers saying, don't leave, stay here and vote or something. I, I don't know what... It's obvious and no one seems to talk about this. Sandy, he doesn't care if these people leave. It's just like um, I don't. I don't think the Republicans care about people dying from guns. I mean, I think they care about uh, kids getting killed. But I, I think they're happy that um, a lot of uh, minority people are getting knocked off one by one uh, every uh, weekend. By leaving, you're playing into the right wing hands. This is, I mean, this is so obvious to me. What, the, what they don't care. And uh, we should be talking about that. Yeah. Instead of leaving, stay and fight, huh? Stay and fight. Yes, sir. It's just, uh, I mean, it's the elephant in the room. It's, they, they don't, they just want to get rid of mm. Democrats. So that's my, that's what I got to it's say. It's just that simple. That's you might be right. I appreciate that, Jay. Yes, thank you, sir. Thank you. Well, one emailer has written, this generation has and will continue to push the woke movement because they want the truth, freedom, and justice for all. But this state is moving in another direction, so it doesn't make sense for them to stay in and burn themselves out fighting against the, the lies and injustices that we're allowed to foster here because it is this email believes Florida will become like other places that are vacant and void of the working class intellectual that they will be begging people to move back here when the state goes backwards for real. This has been Community Speaks. We're going to get back to the music next hour with Blaine Whaling coming your way with It's the Music. And uh, but I definitely have enjoyed Speaking with you today here on Community Speaks, my name is Patro Mobili, your host for this extended hour of public affairs programming. And uh, keep it tuned with updates from public National Public Radio News. And then we got to follow that with It's the Music. So keep it tuned right here to WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM. Maybe you can kill the pain If you just let me explain Trust me, I know what I'm saying You will end up on the track Of an oncoming train Stuck in the passenger seat Trying to do the fast lane Damn Little girl going somewhere out there stranded Ain't nobody finding And they don't understand it She was raised good Can't blame her parents Lost in the sauce It's not the way that they planned it Little girl going somewhere out there stranded Ain't nobody finding And they don't understand it Raised good, can't blame our parents. Lost in the sauce, it's not the way that they planned it. Well, once upon a time, there was a mom and a dad who on the outside had everything people wish they had. A beautiful daughter, two-story house, two-car garage, and a white picket fence wrapped around the front yard. See, daddy was a doctor, and mommy was a banker. Mommy's job got outsourced, so 